Some of my content has mention of extreme violence, sexual assault, and or other triggering content. Discretion is advised. All right. Hi, guys. Welcome. Welcome back to Code 187. I am Sarah. I am your true crime best friend. This is Drew. Hello. I'm the other best friend. <laughs> <laughs> We're all besties. And it's Halloween seasons, my friend. More Halloween that? season when you're hearing this, but it's like two days <laughs> till October <laughs> when we're recording this. The so. weather, it, it feels like it's changing. Yep. And uh, there's been some scary movies on. And one Heard of my... about the smile one. So yes. That's, that's about the time we're recording this is when that one's blowing up. Yep. Um, and one of my favorite scary movies is Urban Legend. You remember that? I do remember. I actually did like that one. That was such a good movie. It was a good movie. I don't um, I, it's been years since I've watched it though, so there's gonna be pieces I don't I don't completely remember. Right. So it came out in nineteen ninety-eight and it was so good. Um <laughs> it was a slasher, like scream like yeah. movie, but it explored some of our deep rooted fears through urban legends. Right. The uh urban legends like uh Bloody Mary, saying Bloody Mary in the mirror, things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, a group of college kids all die by means that may or may not be true, but are all known as legend in the community. So this Halloween, I want to explore some urban legends and some true crime behind the scariest stories of all time. Dun, dun, dun. <laughs> scariest stories meaning movies or no we're doing urban legends oh like okay so like maybe the reason i'm trying to get my mind wrapped around it. so like the reason for the urban legend right or where, if where an or, urban originated. legend is true or not okay yeah that's maybe. interesting i like that yeah so we're talking some urban legends we're talking whether an urban legend you think is true or not and we're gonna start <laughs> I don't I, I my mind's kind of blown because I haven't really thought of if these were true or if these originated from a true thing so now I'm sitting here questioning everything so if I'm, I'm in stunned silence that's why <laughs> okay well first up is one of the most terrifying moments in the actual movie um, and is also a super scary legend of the killer in the backseat now, this is the moment where the woman gets in her car and unknown to her, there is a killer in the back seat. She is driving when she looks in the rearview mirror. She sees them and chaos ensues. Um, <laughs> so basically about 30% of Supernatural episodes, if you've ever watched that show. <laughs> See, I don't watch it, so you I don't should. know. It's uh, got a lot of urban legend type stuff like that. Okay, well, so um, in the movie... Uh, it's really, really sad because this girl stops at this gas station. She's putting gas in her car. A guy comes up to help her and he has a stuttering problem. Mm. Um, and he's trying to tell her there's someone in your back seat, mm. but because he's different, she freaks out at him and drives away, not knowing there's someone in her back seat. Right. Super scary. Right. Um, so. <clears throat> This has actually happened. I'm sure this has happened many times. Yeah. 
that one seems fairly common. Right. So according well, not common, but yeah, more likely to happen. Yeah. So please check your back seat. Uh, <laughs> We're going to do that every time now. Right. So according to my source, uh, and this is direct quotes from that, in 2007, a 23-year-old college student on her way home was surprised by a man who appeared from her back seat, possibly holding a gun, and said he wanted to take her somewhere. The woman slammed on the brakes and exited the vehicle. The man calmly walked away and has never been found. It is believed that the man may have entered her vehicle while she stopped at a grocery store on her way home because she had not locked her SUV on yeah. the brief stop. Lock your car. Lock the doors. Lock everything. And, and to clarify, you said my, my source, not your source, right? From the, or the source. Okay, never mind. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was sitting there thinking like you had some informant. <laughs> I have a secret informant. No, I, you mean like the website you got it from basically. That's the your website source. Got it. Right, yes. Right. Okay. My informant was the guy who jumped out of I'm the backseat. Going, I'm like, source, when did you get sources? And I'm like, oh, not that kind of, all right, I'm blonde. I'm really blonde. Um, My bad. It's okay. That so, makes sense. If we learn anything from this podcast is lock your damn front doors. It's lock your back seat. And it's lock. that she doesn't have impersonal sources. <laughs> I don't have secret informants. All right. Although Carry I would on. love to have them. Yeah. Um. <laughs> Man. All right. And we're done. No. <laughs> and that's a wrap. Whatever happened to that podcast? <laughs> uh. Well. Okay. <laughs> Moving on. Next. Right. Now you mentioned this earlier, so I want to know how much you know about Bloody Mary. I know the. I just know the, I think we even did it when we were in school once. I did it, yeah. Um, it was just, it's such a common urban legend that everybody kind of knows of it. And so I think you're supposed to, I don't remember if you're supposed to close your eyes, but I know the lights are supposed to be off. You're supposed to be in the bathroom looking at the mirror. You're supposed to say Bloody Mary three times. I can't mm -hmm. remember if his eyes closed or not or whatever. Uh, but then you open your eyes and then... Assume it's supposed to be a Bloody Mary. <laughs> that's why I do. I don't know why else they would call it that. Right. Um, and that's, so then it's a dare at that point when you're elementary school kids, it's like, dare you to do it. Mm -hmm. And people do it. I think I did it. Um, I don't feel good about it. <laughs> Probably cursed. No wonder our life is a wreck. Right. Probably cursed by Bloody Mary. She's just waiting. So I remember doing it. I played it with, my childhood best friend. Don't say her name, but okay. I know you know who I'm talking about. Yep. Um, and we did it in her bathroom, and I never went fully through with it because what, I was just scared. You stopped that too, or well, like I would be like, "Yeah, I did it." And oh, because nobody else was in the room with you. Yeah, you had to go gotcha. alone, which oh, I'm they sure everybody they didn't do that for us. Everybody wanted to make sure you did it for us. Uh, oh, but, but it was like it was a school bathroom, so it was like one of those ones that was like room for everybody it's not like we all crammed into some tiny gas station bathroom or something <laughs> that's even scarier yeah that, that one probably somebody's gonna pop up and murder you it just might not be bloody mary maybe <laughs> bloody steve <laughs> Bloody Steve. that sounds like someone who would be in a gas station right? um so yeah i did it um <laughs> well kind of um 
it's a super old story. Um, and you stand in front of the mirror and you repeat Bloody Mary three times. Legend has it, Bloody Mary will appear behind you. Uh, this legend is based on the scary true story of Elizabeth Bathory. Have you ever heard of this? No. So Morbid did an episode on her. That's how I know. Um, but <laughs> that's she, your source. That's my that's my source. <laughs> um, she was a 17th century countess. Um, she was accused of torturing and killing 650 girls and women, and then bathed in their blood. Wow. Uh, she did this because she believed this would help her remain youthful. And then and they have to say countess, so you're immediately like, all right, she's a vampire. Yeah, she was she's a vampire. Uh, so true stories like this are real, but um, how scary is that? That one's a lot darker than I expected. <laughs> I I thought it was going to be like some you know one murder type thing, not six hundred and fifty or whatever it was you said there. Yeah, six hundred and fifty women and girls. Yeah, no, that was worse than I thought. So yeah, don't call her. <laughs> you don't want her showing up. Right, that's terrifying. Okay. So next is the legend of Halloween candy being poison. I know a little bit about this one. Not, I, I'm not, I'm not going to spoil any of what you're going to say on it, but I, I know a little bit about this, but so we'll just go into the urban legend part of it. Then it's the, you need to check candy for razor blades, right? Right. Razor blades or poison or. Mainly, especially unwrapped. Right, right now it's like. Check your candy for fentanyl, <laughs> which is it's terrifying. So Basically, I, and I hope I'm giving the safety advice right. Don't let your kids have anything that's not wrapped, wrapped. not yeah. sealed from the factory. Yep. Because if it's not, you don't know. Unless it's anything. like grandma and you know her. But like. Mm, I mean, no, I'm kidding. <laughs> Grandma's good. Um, I say that and then the good story. Go ahead. <laughs> <laughs> it, yeah. Yeah. Be safe. Be safe, please. Um, yeah, that's... <laughs> okay, so <laughs> this is just evil. I mean, it's horrible enough to poison kids' candy, right. but on one of the best holidays of the year, yeah, come on. Yeah, it's supposed to be fun, kids being kids. Yep. Well, this urban legend is true. On Halloween 1974, eight-year-old Timothy O'Brien... Uh, became very ill after eating his collection of Halloween candy. Unfortunately, about 10 p.m. that very night, the boy died. After police began investigating the incident, they found out that a poison pixie stick was the reason. But who would do this? Turns out the boy's father was the reason, and it was a big life insurance policy. He was convicted of murder and died by lethal injection in 1984. So don't poison your kids. That person's a terrible person. Yeah, terrible, terrible person. So I just... I was like... I can't say that. If it's that. grandma, it's okay, but dad, no. <laughs> I can't say that enough. That is horrible. Yeah. That, uh, yeah. yeah. Lethal injection wasn't bad enough. And me being the person that I am, every Halloween, people are like, you know, talking about Halloween. And I'm like, did you know mm -hmm. that there's this true story? <laughs> Like one of those, uh, well, she's fun at parties. Yeah, she's, she's an interesting gal. <laughs> I've been described as many things. Why did we invite her? <laughs> it's because she has those informants. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> she has the dirt. Yep. 
Okay, so this one is probably the freakiest to me, um, and that is the urban legend that Halloween decorations are actually a dead body. Have you heard this? I haven't heard that one. I don't think uh, I can. I can see where it's going, mm-hmm. but I. I don't think I've heard that one. This freaks me out, and it's true. <sighs> of course so, it is. Again, I wrote according to my source. People so. suck. According to my source. Your source is freaking me out. (laughs) Um, In 1990, a New Jersey teen accidentally hung himself on a Halloween hayride. Um, He wasn't discovered until he failed to deliver his speech when the driver stopped. So he was going to do this big speech on this Halloween hayride, accidentally hung himself, and they thought he was acting until he didn't do his speech. And then they were like, oh, wait, he's dead. Oh, that's just so awful. That is terrible. How and I'm sitting here picturing it. What like it had to have been a thing set up on the hayride for him to pretend to hang himself then? I guess. Because I mean, maybe, maybe this is a Midwestern thing. I don't know if all of you have hayrides. We have hayrides literally everywhere. Okay. There's hay everywhere. Yeah. I mean, we we're surrounded by hay. Uh <laughs> We don't live, we live in the city. The city is surrounded by hay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, that's accurate. Yeah, there's there's literally farms everywhere with hay rides and pumpkin patches, and it, it's pretty common around here. But it's generally a tractor pulling a little trailer that barely goes above, like, waist high. There's not a lot of places on a normal hay ride that you would be able to hang yourself. Mm-hmm. So it makes me wonder if they had something set up for him to pretend like he was hanging himself and there was an accident but yeah. i don't really know i mean yeah i guess my point hayride was gonna come to him and he accidentally hung himself right he could have been standing outside mm-hmm. the uh and it could be just like a setup like a haunted uh another thing that we have i don't know if everybody else has these but we have literally haunted uh, like haunted fields basically yeah um we have them real and fake <laughs> yes <laughs> There's probably both out there. Just, just stay away from fields. Yeah, don't go Kansas. to fields. Yeah, uh, really anywhere, but Kansas especially. Um, anyways, yeah, so those type of things, you walk through like a haunted house, only it's literally outside in the field, just like it sounds. We've mm-hmm. got too much extra space out here. There's, instead of in a cramped house, you're in a field where people jump out and scare you, and it's even creepier because it's dark in the middle of the night, and you feel like you're in a horror movie. Yep. I digress. <laughs> um, so, yeah, it could have been like that. Yep. So, last, there is a big, big story behind the movie Scream. Okay. The call is coming from inside the house. Right. Um, the creators of Scream based the movie on one of the biggest true crime cases ever. And we will get into all of the crazy details of this case next week. Oh, man. <laughs> And it might be a Tupada because there's a lot of information. That's a callback to more morbid, right? Yeah, they say okay. true Tupada. Right. But, love the love the accents. Yeah, Scream is one of one of my favorite movies, and um, the did a real remake, story. Right? Yep, okay. they did a remake, and the real story is fucked up. <laughs> so get ready, hold on to everything you got. It's it's gonna be a ride. 
All right. Come prepared. Well, I gotta, yeah, I gotta <laughs> get prepared for that. I don't, I don't really know Scream very well, to be honest. Even the movies. Mm-hmm. I mean, you obviously know the Scream mask. There's literally a Scream mask at every Spirit Halloween store. Yep. I mean, the, I don't even think people have seen the movie anymore. People just know the mask <laughs> now. Yeah. Um. So yeah, everybody, everybody at least knows of the movie, so that should be a good one. Yep. So what we learned today. Lock your motherfucking car doors. You didn't give me a false one. I'm disappointed of that. I know, because these are all true. Wait, you gave me all true. Yep. So, lock your motherfucking car doors. Don't play Bloody Mary. Check your candy. And never pick up the phone. Happy Halloween. Happy Halloween. (laughs) Happy Halloween, true crime besties. And we will see you next week for our crazy, crazy story. Peace. Bye. Hi guys, I just wanted to say I hope you enjoyed this video. If you like any of the content for Code 187, please click that subscribe button, that like button, that share button. Help us out, help us grow. Um, You can find us on your favorite podcast platforms. Um, Yeah, check us out on there. Give us some ratings. Um, Tell us what you think. We're also across every social media on Code187, so we're on TikTok, Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, I think that's it, Um, and of course YouTube. So please, please, please subscribe um, if you like our content and spread the word. We'll see you guys next time. Bye.